When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with this content. So today I am focusing on imposter syndrome, something that is so common, something that affects all of us, but we really don't know that it's affecting all of us. <laughs> so in this episode, I'm going to dive in more on what imposter syndrome really is and signs that you may have imposter syndrome. Throughout this series, we are going to cover ways to overcome that imposter syndrome, creating your own personal brand, because I think that will really help with that imposter syndrome. Also, understanding imposter syndrome at work and in dating, and in overall confidence, as well as, of course, our guided meditation, helping us to feel more secure and aware of our capabilities to eliminate and reduce the effects of imposter syndrome. So I am so excited to go over this with you, and this is a topic I wish I had listened to, I wish I knew, <laughs> previously because I've experienced this myself quite a few times. And so I'll share my own story with you as well, uh, but let's go ahead and dive in. So as I was doing research on what is imposter syndrome, because I want to be able to not just only give my perspective, but perspective from what I've listened to and what I've researched from others. I have found that there's conflicting views on what imposter syndrome is. One person says it's this, another person says it's that. And so I'm going to share what I've heard, and then I'm going to share what I believe imposter syndrome is, okay? So the first side that I've heard is that you feel like you're an imposter because you haven't put in the work and you're afraid of being found out. And you might feel like there's going to be any moment someone's going to call you out for something that you didn't do. They're going to say, hey, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You're the fraud. You're an imposter. Get out of here. Okay, you're not supposed to be in here. So feeling like you are where you are, but you're not supposed to be where you are. The next side that I hear is that imposter syndrome is not being able to receive or accept the recognition that you're receiving, not feeling as though you really are the right person for the job, even though you are, even though you've put in the work, you have the experience, you've proven yourself, you've shown your credibility, but yet something inside of you still feels like you're not supposed to be there. And I believe that it's a combination of both of those things. So while for me, I don't necessarily feel that imposter syndrome is that maybe you didn't put in the work and now you're afraid of people calling you out. I feel like that's an actual imposter. <laughs> if you didn't do the work and 
you don't really know what you're doing. You're actually projecting more of what you actually should be doing. And eventually the true people that are held in those credentials that do understand fully of everything will be able to recognize you. And you can coast for a very long time with trying to sound intelligent, trying to sound, quote unquote, like you know everything of what you're talking about, but in actuality, you really don't. But I don't think that's real imposter syndrome. Maybe that's just a different type. I feel it's this feeling of actually doing the work, actually putting forth the effort, actually having the understanding, but then feeling like you are a fraud, even though you really aren't. And so I've experienced this myself. And it's always confusing to me because there are times where I have felt confident, I felt secure, I felt like I belonged, I felt like, yeah, I deserve this. This is me. I am this. And then there's times that I'm like, yeah, I'm this. And then the moment comes or the experience comes or the acceptance comes or the invitation comes. And it's like, uh, I don't know anymore. I, no, I'm good. I don't think this is right for me. You know, you start to get in your head a little bit. And so what are some signs that maybe you have imposter syndrome? Aside from what I had mentioned, do you feel like you're putting in the effort, you're putting in the work, you're contributing? This is a part of who you are, but yet for some reason you don't feel like you should accept the recognition. Do you feel as though you have so many inadequacies in what it is that you're trying to achieve that if someone highlights anything of what you have done, that it just makes you feel uncomfortable. Like they're going to notice that you're inadequate because you feel inadequate, but not because you actually are inadequate. Do you feel as though, even though you are tied to what it is that you're doing, you're sharing, you're saying that even though you're contributing in this way and people are giving you positive feedback, that you're like, no, I mean, I see other people and others that are so much better than me, I'm not really all that great. So those are some signs that you may have imposter syndrome. But did you know that some of the most prominent people in the world that we still remember today experienced imposter syndrome? Albert Einstein felt like he was an imposter. He felt like, although he has shared so many quantum leaps <laughs> in the way that we approach things. People regarded him as a genius. He felt like that was overkill. He felt like that was too much. He felt like there were so many others that provided information that was better than his. So he didn't feel like he was as great as people put him on this pedestal to be. He didn't really feel comfortable with accepting the recognition. Maya Angelou, although she wrote so many poems and so many beautiful pieces of art and work, she didn't really feel like she was credible or 
the best person to receive the accolades and the recognition and the awards that she did. So if you do feel like this, know that it's not uncommon. In fact, the truth is, is that majority of people do feel like they're an imposter. And imposter syndrome is not an illness. It's not a disorder. Even though we say syndrome, it's more of a phenomenon. Something that's experienced throughout the world, but only a few people are aware that they're experiencing it. We don't think that others are experiencing that feeling of being an imposter. How could we, right? Everyone else looks so confident. Everyone else looks like they have it all together, but us. So imposter syndrome is very, very common. And I'll tell you my story with it. So I'm a video producer. And going in, when it was brand new, I was like, oh, I got this. I could do this. You have so much confidence when you're learning something new. And so I put in work for video production for a long time editing, filming, everything. And I had received a lot of positive feedback for it. And I was like, oh, okay, it's good. Okay, great. I'll just keep doing it. And so I worked really hard and I moved myself up to a better position with video production. And there would be a couple of times where I would feel like, "Eh, I don't know, I feel like this is really big. I don't know if I'm the right person, but I'll go with it. Like I still push through anyway. So I'm like, okay, cool. But then it got to a point where once I started to see others that in my perspective, I felt like they had more value to offer. They had more to give. They had better quality. All of a sudden, I felt like I really shouldn't be there. I really shouldn't be in this position. I don't think this is really the right situation for me. But then inside, I felt frustrated. Like it didn't just stop there. It didn't just stop with, oh, I feel like I shouldn't be here. I should go. It felt like I'm here. I want to prove myself. I want to be better. And people are expecting me to meet this expectation. And I'm afraid that if I mess up, I'm going to look even worse than what I projected myself out to be, but at the same time, I'm really upset and frustrated when I don't meet my expectation. And it was this internal conflict and struggle and fight I had within myself that really made me feel as though maybe I should just do something else. And so Imposter syndrome affects a lot of us in different ways. And rather you resonate with the first example of feeling like, I know I haven't put in the work and I know I didn't get all the right credentials for this. I know I don't really know a lot about it, but hopefully I'll just coast through and nobody will notice. Maybe you feel like that and you're hoping that you can just get away with it. Or maybe you feel like the other side where you're like, why do I feel like this? Why? I've studied. I've worked really hard. I've gotten the positive feedback. I've done the work. Why do I feel like I don't belong? Why am I struggling to feel comfortable with that? So regardless of whichever, the most important thing to remember in regards to feeling that imposter syndrome is to know that 
imposter or not, just continue to show up. Continue to show up in the way that you do because I'd rather be an imposter than to not exist at all. I'd rather show up than not show up. And that's one of the common struggles is that when you have imposter syndrome and if it's really strong, you won't even try. You won't even continue to push forward. It's like you have this running start, this motivation, this zeal to say, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I can be this person. And whenever you start receiving those challenges related to what it is or who it is that you're wanting to become, you don't even accept the challenge. You're like, never mind. I'm not. I'm good. I'm out. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to say my idea. I'm not even going to say my thoughts because someone may find a flaw in what I'm going to say and they're going to see that maybe I'm not really the best person for this. Maybe I am inadequate and that's worse than feeling like I made a mistake. So I'd rather not make any decision or make any mistakes by not trying. That's when imposter syndrome can become bothersome. So my objective for this series is for us to acknowledge that imposter syndrome is a thing, to acknowledge that maybe that's what you're feeling if you are, to acknowledge that several people, majority of people feel this way, but to help us to feel more confident and secure and positive about pushing forward. Because eventually, the more you become who it is that you're wanting to become, that imposter feeling will begin to fade and dissolve. And so in the next episode, I'm going to share with you some of the reasons why you may feel like that. And once I really understood why, then I could create more of a solution or a different approach towards it. So I hope you're excited and you're anxious and you're ready to really take on this imposter syndrome because I know that there's this fire in you, this star in you that is ready to shine and life is too short for you to not step into your power because you're afraid of what other people are going to think or say if you start actually being who you want to become or actually being your true self. How ironic. (laughs) How ironic to feel inauthentic when you're being authentic. So hopefully by the end of the series, we can feel strongly about being authentic and we can really begin to just focus on doing and being and becoming more and sharing versus hiding in the shadows. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcast.